This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. And we are back. I'm Rich. And I am Paul. (laughs) And we're here to talk about Star Wars. A new ho- uh, Force Awakens. <laughs> a new Force Awakens. A new Force Awakens. The hope. Yeah, from 2015. Oh, from 2015. The J.J. Abrams. Now, I am not a J.J. Abrams lover. I don't know where you stand on J.J. Abrams, but what he did to Star Trek. I mean, it's kind of like what people think George Lucas and Spielberg did to Indiana Jones with King- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But I digress. Uh, <laughs> That's not, not, you know that's not that far of a digression though really yeah, like that's, yeah, yeah. that's relatively relevant for our <laughs> initial digressions right <laughs> um but uh but uh, we're not here to talk about star trek obviously we're tired to talk about star wars yes. the force awakens so you saw this in theaters right yes i saw it twice i saw it i think opening day yeah i think opening day with a with a friend of mine who was a roommate from college who was also a Star Wars fan, and 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 at that time, I think he was he was a he was a larger Star Wars fan than me. Hmm. But then by the time we by the time we went to this movie, you know, ten years, twelve years later, and he'd moved around and stuff, and we'd you know, we didn't live near each other for quite a while and stuff. But uh, he reached out and it was awesome, and we went. And by that time, I had kind of caught up a little bit in oh, Star sure. Wars fan. I don't know what you'd call it. Fan quotient, I guess. Um, <laughs> Fanboy quotient. FQ. Fan FQ. Yeah. AFQ. <laughs> so we were, we were pretty much on even footing there, which was great. Sure. So one thing I thought would be interesting because, uh, well, do we, do we need to do a, like a plot review thing? Should we do that? I mean, I if, mean you, if, if you want to, I've got one, but you've got one. Okay. Well, let's do that. I, I do. Let's do that. But... Let's do that. And then I have an opening question for you. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. You want to do the, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, pr- please prepare your, prepare oh. your buttholes for which is patented <laughs> summary of the thing. Patent pending. Yeah. Just copyright Rich Davenport. Grab the loop. Here we go. 2008. 2008. <laughs> uh, on the Bowl planet Jakku, resistance leader Poe hides the map to the hermit Jedi Luke Skywalker in the memory systems of his BB unit before being taken prisoner by the first order. He's broken out of jail by the suddenly conscientious objecting stormtrooper Finn and the two crash on Jakku where Poe appears to be killed. Finn finds the lonely scavenger Ray at a trading post and discovers Poe's droid with her. He convinces her to get him as far away from Jakku as she can by telling her that she's, that he's with the resistance on the way to the resistance space. They are captured by old man Han Solo and his Wookiee companion Chewbacca. He tells them all about the Force, and they travel to Maz Kanata's castle, where Rey feels the Force reaching out to her. She rejects it, just as the gang is attacked by the First Order again. Rey is captured by their leader, Kylo Ren, who also just happens to be Ben Solo, Han and Leia's kid. The remaining Force gang head to Resistance HQ to plan an attack on the First Order's ultimate death machine, Starkiller Base which is capable of wiping wiping out an entire system in one shot in one blow, one blow. The resistance, (laughs) 
The Resistance launches an attack with Han, Chewie, and Finn invading the surface of the planet to shut down the shields. There, they find Rey, who is interrogated by Kylo Ren and found to be Force-sensitive. While planting the charges to blow up the shield generator, Han and Chewie are interrupted by Kylo Ren, who kills his father in one final attempt at turning fully to the dark side. The remaining rebels blow the shields, and the X-Wing start their attack run, setting off a chain reaction which will destroy the Death Star. I mean... Sorry, it will destroy Starkiller base. Richard, it's not the Death Star. Sorry. In the ensuing chaos, Ray and Finn attempt to reach the Millennium Falcon, but encounter Kylo Ren yet again. Ray is knocked unconscious, but Finn calls upon his Jedi powers. No, no, he didn't do that. Never mind. Never mind. So Finn, Finn, Finn somehow fights Kylo Ren to almost to a standstill, but is knocked unconscious by a savage Kylo Ren blow, which doesn't sound nearly as sexual as I made it sound right now. Not the, not the kind of knocked unconscious you want to have from a blow. Right, right. Exactly. Uh, Kylo calls to the lightsaber that Finn was using, which happens to be his grandfather's original Jedi lightsaber, but the blade blows past him and lands in Ray's hands. She fights and defeats Ren and escapes with the Falcon or in the Falcon with Finn and Chewie. Later, it is discovered that the long dormant R2-D2 actually did have the rest of the map, even though C-3PO convinced everybody that he didn't. And with the info from BB-8, they finally have the location of Luke Skywalker. Ray travels to the planet Octo to find the old master in hopes of receiving training from him. Once there, Luke opens his mouth to speak, but the credits interrupt him. Or, or alternatively, yeah. he opens his arms to speak, and his new language is movie credits. Oh and yeah, music. That's, yeah. That's cool. yeah, like he. That's very cool. Very cool, cool. new force power, right? He speaks John Williams. He speaks Williams, <laughs> and graphics. Oh. Like he opens his mouth, and credits roll out, and John Williams <laughs> plays. So it's really, it's a really obscure force power that Luke discovered. <laughs> Even more obscure than force healing, which we will probably talk about at some point. So my so my 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 opening question for you is, yeah. when you saw it back when, mm-hmm. so not not for this episode, but when you saw it back when, how did you react? My initial reaction was excitement, and on the drive home, I started thinking about it. <laughs> right, right, and and I thought, wait a minute. So I went back and I watched it again, and that reaction that time was less excited more tempered and more a little more critical yeah and then the third time i watched it i was like all right see something's not right here how about you where, where were you when you first saw it what was your my first reaction the first time was pretty much right along the lines of yours in terms of your pre pre drive home reaction mm-hmm. i like to me back then the film did a great job of like tickling the nostalgia harp strings right yeah yeah but but not necessarily crushing them you know right right. to me then and then and then i i combined that with back then and i still feel this today but i combined that back when with the introduction of the new characters daisy ridley as ray Mm -hmm. oscar isaac as poe dameron and john boyega as finn i thought those actors did a fantastic job yeah with those characters in this film Mm -hmm. so i left I just I thought about this the other day as I was kind of on a walk with my dog. I, I realized I, that I le- I left the original viewing of The Force Awakens with literally a new hope for Star Wars. Oh, interesting. Okay. The first time around. All right. 
the second viewing, which was I just went back a couple weeks later to the theater with maybe with Krista or something like that. And it was it, I did kind of slide backslide a little bit mm-hmm. into that same thing you described of mm, there's as much as I have this hope, there are some things going on here. Right. You know? Yeah. But back then, I still generally like my my gut was still more positive than negative okay. on Force Awakens. Fair enough. Yeah. And then of course Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker after that. Right. Two and four years respectively uh for those films. But has anything changed for you between then and now? Tell me about that. Yeah. Okay. So here, the only thing that's really changed for me is that I started to really recognize that this, it doesn't just pluck at the harp strings. It, it also like steals the harp strings and puts them in another harp. And it's like, Hey, check this, this new harp I made. Yeah. But it's not new. It's the same harp, you know, it's the same harp strings. So like, I mean, you've got all the beats there. You've got a desert planet. You've got a scavenger. You've got a droid with with a message. You've got an old wizened person with, who's going to tell somebody about the force, right? You've even got, I mean, you even have some Yoda in there, right? With Maz Kanata, right? Like Maz Kanata is. Yeah, Yoda ish. Yeah. 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 It was uh, like, if you, if you zoom, the more you zoom in, the more you see. Right. Oh, this is like the, they just took the carbon copy underneath the original script and then yeah. like colored some things differently, right? Right. Because, because like, Hello, the first scene of A New Hope is mm-hmm. a dark side guy breaking in, killing a bunch of good guys, and then narrowly missing somebody putting plans in a droid. Right. And Weird. that is what that is what happens. So strange. In the first scene of this film. Yeah. I was like, oh, Poe is Poe is Princess Leia here. <laughs> right? We, we could only and, hope. And right? and and actually like because then Poe is imprisoned on the on the like dreadnought mm-hmm. or star destroyer or whatever, and is rescued by a guy in a stormtrooper suit. Right. Yep. Who who also is actually slightly short for a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's like John Boyega is like kind of at that like five eight five nine height level. Yep. Just a just a shade shorter mm-hmm. than like the other stormtrooper guys. So literally, he's like a little bit of a short stormtrooper. Right. You know, who, who like takes off the helmet and it's like, I'm here to rescue you. You know what I mean? Right. And, and so you're like, Oh wow. And then there's a, there is, there's a, like a, basically the equivalent of a thermal exhaust port. Right. On the thing. Yeah. And, and there's like dealing with uh, shields. Yep. Right. You have to go in and deal with shields. Yep. Like, like they they take a little bit from Return of the Jedi, a little bit from Empire, and most of it from A New Hope. And like you said, the more you zoom in, the more obvious it becomes that this is just yeah. it's just somebody laying tracing paper over, you know, yeah. someone else's. Tra- it's like that meme, right? Hey, can I can I copy your homework? Sure, but don't make it look exactly the same. You know that that one or whatever. I don't remember exactly what it is, but can I copy your homework? Yeah, but change a couple of words yeah. so it doesn't look like you copied me. Yeah, which. Which I think, I think is kind of a betrayal of the acting abilities of these new actors and even the older actors too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, and even at that, even setting all of that aside, you still have dumb things that they do. Like R two could have been woken up like 
halfway through the movie and when BB-8 shows up with yeah. uh, like he pulls the thing off and 3PO comes out and says oh he's been asleep since Master Master Luke left and nope he doesn't he definitely doesn't have those plans gotta go and like they take off right and it's like um wait dumbass he does have the plans this could he, have been over halfway through the this, movie this could have been done right, right. The finding of Luke part, at least, right? right? Could have been done. Right. This this viewing, because this is the first time I've seen Force Awakens since Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker came out. Okay. And like now, of course, now that I've been having seen those, you you can't, now I can't review Force Awakens on its own. Right. Right, right now I have Force Awakens in context of Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. By the way, the, ter- the words The Last Jedi appear in the crawl of Force Awakens. Did you notice that? Oh, no, I didn't even. I yeah. didn't even notice that. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, nice. Okay. So that's 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 presumably where Ryan Johnson got the Last Jedi because huh. it's in reference to Luke um, right. as the Last Jedi. It's in the crawl. But so so what I, I what I realized is that for me, Force Awakens by itself kind of got no better or worse. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when I just just isolated by itself right but in the context of what became force awakens got worse for me yeah and here's why so force awakens is like i mean everybody in the room everybody in the theater everybody in the everywhere is like yeah this is a rehash of the thing okay yeah what could have happened was Force Awakens happens, same movie. Last Jedi happens, same movie. Last Jedi clearly is blazing a different trail. Right. right. And then you have Rise of Skywalker. If Rise of Skywalker follows that new blazing trail thing, mm-hmm. you can regard Force Awakens as like almost a head fake, right? Yeah. Or almost like a palate cleanser to like to sort of get you ready to be we're not doing that anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. But but uh. when but when you go Force Awakens. Last Jedi strike a new trajectory and then Rise of Skywalker drag you back into fucking shit garbage land. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> God, I fucking hate that movie. God, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Whew. Okay. I let f- it out. It's okay. F- let it out. I fucking hate Rise of Skywalker. All right. Okay. All so right. now with, with where Rise lands the whole thing, mm-hmm. Force Awakens isn't like the head fake that takes you that 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 leads you off the trail where they go in a new direction. Force right. Awakens is now like, yeah, no, that's where they were going right. was to jerk off all the fanboys about <laughs> all the stuff, right? But, but it, what's what's really disappointing about that is that they didn't have a roadmap when they made this movie, and to hear J.J. Abrams talk about it, he he even admits he says, you know, he's he's said in a couple of interviews that yeah, we should have had a roadmap. We shouldn't have just gone, you know, hey, you know, ape shit or whatever to try and you know make this movie. And 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 if that's what you knew, you know, after you made this movie and you saw what Ryan Johnson did, you should have really been able to stuck the landing at that point because you can you look put out rogue one after the last jedi and then put out you know the next one the rise of skywalker or whatever it is you want to call it because there was there was promise in this one right enough enough promise in this one and enough you know touching back to old things and like introducing new things that kind of carried through with the last jedi and gave us a whole bunch of new things with last jedi yeah 
to revert at that point? Like when you, okay. So when you are driving somewhere, do you get to, when you're listening to a podcast, Paul, and you get to like the 10 minute mark before it's over, do you just shut it off? Or do you, know, you keep it's, listening it's, to the podcast? You know, you know, it's funny you say that because I'm just exactly the kind of dickhead that does that. And my, and my, 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 my recently played list is a, is a graveyard of 10 minutes left in the podcast episodes. I'm sorry. I had to give you some help. For that, that. No, that is good. That's really good. Um, <laughs> but I mean, really, if you're okay, so suppose you're a pilot. And you're flying to Los Angeles and you get within a hundred miles of Los Angeles. Do you turn around and head back? You're like, okay, we got there. I'm going back. We're, we're pretty much in Los Angeles. It's, we got to go now. It's right over the horizon there. Yeah. I'm going back. Well, if everybody look out of your, uh, out the uh, right side of the plane, you'll see Los Angeles as we are turning we, around to head back to Minneapolis. And we have technically hit the extent of Los Angeles County <laughs> yeah. and we are hereby turning back to Denver International Airport. Or whatever, yeah, exactly. Right? Some, yeah, like, yeah. So the frustration for me, I think, I think that I tend to judge this a little more harshly because of that. Yeah, that's me too. Like, like I have a worse, I have a worse feeling about Force Awakens. Yeah. Given the context of the rest of the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Which kind of pisses me off because I wanted to like this movie wanted to keep liking this movie i guess I, yeah. I have i have some questions yeah let's let's just dig into this a little bit like th- who is financing the first order yeah from like what is happening here so like the way the only way i can think of this is it's like the it's like the michigan militia right <laughs> it's like the michigan militia coming to like destroy the michigan government right it's like the michigan militia got nukes right yeah like it doesn't make any sense to me where did they come from they rose from what yeah i don't they oh they they came from the ashes of the dark side look like all right look (laughs) of of the empire yeah yeah i don't i don't get it i don't get i don't get i don't understand who would be financing that Now, now if they had grown from the new republic that could be an interesting take yeah. Right? If because because the original rebellion grew from the empire, right? Yeah. Like the empire sprouted the rebellion. So if the re- if the rebellion now has become the establishment, the first order is rebelling against them, right? Oh, okay. I can Dude, dig that. Are you just are you turning it on its head now? Like uh, maybe you should. should maybe they should should've. we should we maybe have been rooting for the first order the whole time? <laughs> like <laughs> like the first order is really who's like standing up against the the, oh the, the fascism the, oh the, man uh yeah <laughs> oh man like <laughs> the, the first order is sticking it to the man right now <laughs> so what but like but but really right like it, yeah like just having this mystery group of villains come from out of nowhere without any real like reason or rhyme behind it. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's kind of like when they brought back Palpatine in rise of the Skywalker, it's like, Hey, what? Uh, uh, okay. No, doesn't make any sense. Movie. I fucking hate <laughs> we should review that movie next. We should. Um, th- that's part of my proposal actually is that, Oh really? Okay. Is that we should do, we should just continue on the sequel trilogy. Oh, just do the. Me, are you ready just, to do last Jedi? I'm. Now? I think I'm ready now. Man, okay. So, for, so here, like, we can get to that later. Obviously, yeah, I think, yeah, right? yeah. But, but f- I was talking to I was talking to 
Krista about this the other night and we were walking back to somewhere to our car. And I was like, I can't believe how pissed off I am about this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a gatekeeper fanboy kind of guy, mm-hmm. but seeing force awakens awakened my hatred for rise of Skywalker oh. to a degree that like turns me to the dark side. That, <laughs> like I, I hate, I hate, I fucking hate Rise of Skywalker. Well, it sounds like um, we're going to get to that point at some point. But. So, but, 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 so what my proposal, I mean, I guess we can just talk about it now too and we can come yeah, back to it later too. It's fine. But, but my proposal is that it, my hatred of Rise is at the degree it is only because of Last Jedi. Mm. Or, well, not only because of, but my hatred of Rise is to the degree it is because of last Jedi. Hmm. So, so I want to go through last Jedi to get to rise and then do that stuff. I'm down. I think we should do that. Okay. So a couple other questions for you. Unless I'm not, I'm not saying we should wrap this episode now. I'm just saying, no, 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 no. I, yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. I wanted to ask a couple of other questions. Yeah, Yeah. Please, please. About this. Now, do you think that Kylo knows that vader turned to the light at the end of his life i can't like the funny thing is is so that's so that is very connected to me because well also what i want to say is i how long was luke away from when like how many years before force awakens did kylo ren destroy the new jedi temple right yeah, that's a, good, because, that's a good question. Right. And and to me, that's related to that question because, because you would think that as the new Jedi master guy talk, training all these new Jedi, I don't know how many there were supposed to be, but there's more than just Kylo Ren, right? Mm-hmm. That like the story is the kind of thing where Luke told people that, yeah, at the end, Anakin Skywalker turned to the light, but somehow Snoke convinced Kylo Ren otherwise. Yeah. That, that Luke was destroying Vader's a legacy by lying about it in some yeah. way. Yeah. That I could maybe, I could maybe get there on that because, because what I can't imagine is Luke not telling. Yeah. Right. I can't imagine Luke being the, the grandmaster or headmaster or whatever, and not telling like, because, because if you, if you live in the galaxy at the end of return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker is, basically the most interesting person in the whole galaxy. Right. And everybody is going to know, you'd think everybody's going to know what he did. And so if you, if you're in a room with Luke Skywalker, you'd be like, Hey, 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 Mr. Jedi guy, (laughs) what really happened there? You know, what, what went on? And I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think Luke would come to the conclusion that he needs to lie about it. Right. or, Or cover it up in some way. Yeah. So you would think that, you would think that Luke would have told Kylo or Ben Solo at the time. Yeah. When I encountered Darth Vader and went to meet the emperor, eventually he turned and he threw the emperor and the emperor and the thing. And, and then, and the emperor is never coming back the end. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, we only wish you, you should feel secure in your little Jedi bed at night that the emperor is never coming back at the end. He's just a boogeyman. He's, He's just a boogie. He's a boogie monster. <laughs> He's a boogie monster. But that's a good, yeah, that's a good question, dude. I just, because it's, it, 
because there's another way to look at it. He could, he could just, if he's turning away from all this, he could just look at that as like new Republic propaganda or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like, Oh, that's just propaganda. He never turned, you know, that's, and where did he get, where did he get the mask? Where did he get the mask? Yeah. Where did he get the fucking mask? Like, I don't, and where did, where did Maz Kanata get the lightsaber? Yeah. How did she end up with it? Where in the hell did she get that from? Yeah. Because it would have been on Bespin somewhere, right? Doesn't, and my, my memory of Rise of Skywalker is shady. Does, is Luke's hand part of what the cloning thing is in Rise of Skywalker? Are there any uh, shots of a uh, severed hand in Rise? I don't remember. I've seen it okay. one and a half times. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll well, I'll keep an eye out for it when we watch yeah. it for this. When but... we get it, I'll watch for it because I can't yeah. remember if that shows up there or not. But it, I mean, in other in other media or other versions of the story, Luke's hand is part of why there gets to be right force clones and shit that's like where, that's that, where right? we get Luke. That's where Luke comes from. Yeah. yeah. Give him the hand job. Okay. The other question I had. My question is, is. My question yeah. is. Yeah. Who is putting Kylo Ren in charge of stuff? <laughs> Because, like, if something goes wrong, he just, like, throws a temper tantrum and smashes yeah. shit. He goes all right. aggro and stuff. He goes, yeah. he just, he just lightsabers stuff and <laughs> smashes things. Who, and, who thinks yeah. that that's good, like, management? Be like, yeah, yeah. Snoke is, this, like, good. That's, he's yeah. my guy. I want this he motherfucker should, on my he team. Should in, <laughs> he should be in charge of all the ships. Yeah. All right? of them. Yeah. All of our, all of our super valuable uh, first order property <laughs> answers to that guy. Who will lightsaber expensive computer equipment at the drop of a hat? <laughs> right. Twice he did, he just did it twice. like he did it twice yep. in this movie. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. He's. What did you think of Kylo Ren? I I so here's my thing is, mm-hmm. I think, I think Adam Driver's acting performance is amazing. Yeah. As Kylo Ren. Absolutely. I don't know how I feel about the character quite as much, mm. right? Because Adam Driver has the ability to like with every every hair on his head just just blast his emotions off the screen, right? right. And you just like put a mask on him, it doesn't matter. You put mm. a whatever, it doesn't like he can make you believe his performance. And so Adam Driver as Kylo Ren is if Kylo Ren is going to be an emo kid, Adam Driver is a great choice. Mm-hmm. as the actor to play him yeah do i like kylo ren as the emo kid kind of thing <laughs> i don't know I, like it's kind of a case where I, th- I think for me i'm i'm like yay actor character mm-hmm. meh sure you know because yeah see i think he has a, a one good moment but yeah maybe two Maybe two good moments. Mm-hmm. The point at which he realizes that Ray is resisting him. Yeah, Ray turns it, it around on him. It's, yeah. a, it's an interesting. It's an interesting like character moment for him. Like he's this powerful like force user, not Sith, but force user. Yeah, and to come into contact with something that like is beyond his ex- expectation is really it's really kind of an interesting thing for a young. He's pretty young. I mean, he's pretty young. Yeah, yeah. To for a young, no, almost supreme commander to you know, encounter. But the other thing is the the bit with his dad. And absolutely. Absolutely. I, I really yeah. liked I really liked that moment. Now I hated yeah. seeing Han get killed. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers guys. Han Spoiler gets killed. Guys. Han uh, oh wait, I already said that in the thing. But 
he re- and again a credit all a credit due to adam driver for his yeah. performance in that yeah. scene yeah it's it's absolutely stunning i mean i didn't know where it was going until no. like a split second before it went there yeah and i i mean i've got this great like memory of when we we're watching the movie in theaters i had miles sitting right next to yeah. me yeah and so he would have been four four at the yeah. time yeah and uh, we're sitting there watching this movie and right before han solo gets laser sorted through the through the chest i'm like oh and i covered oh, his guy. eyes <laughs> like, like, he's like dad why are you covering my eyes i'm like don't worry about it <laughs> don't worry about it eat your popcorn eat your popcorn you'll be back in a second but but yeah it's just it's a great moment like he sells that moment and it's yeah, a, it's one of those things where like sure. you, you never see vader get tested like that no right up front no. you know what i mean no which which is great but so it's props to the movie for that looking at it from a from a purely you know analytical standpoint that is that is a cool yeah thing to reveal sure. about your villain for sure but but i what i don't like about that is that they i feel like they they blew their load way too early with who kylo ren is yeah yeah like, like you don't have Snoke say, "Hey, your dad's Han Solo," because that's better at a re- that's that's a better reveal by Han saying, "You know, yeah. who do you think you're going to see? Who's face of my son. I'm going to see my yeah. son's face." Bo- what? <laughs> right? Imagine uh, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, falling yeah. out of their chairs yeah. at that point, and then as you finally have figured this out, that's when he dies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a tearjerker heart 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 smasher kind of thing right yeah yeah Yeah. i I just i feel like they just they they blew their wad way too early with that with that whole thing so but do you have any do you i want to hear why why okay but first one one more question go go ahead just plot wise why is why was it just ray and chewy who went to see luke That's a good question. Why would Leia have isn't, gone? Because isn't everybody like, oh, good. We found the guy that we all think is going to be fixing the things. Right. I know. Let's send this person none of us have met before. And that he doesn't know. And this other person who has been gone for decades mm-hmm. as a smuggler mm-hmm. in, an, in an old beat up ship to find the hero of the person we all think is going to be the hero of the thing. Right. right, right. Like at the very least, like park another ship in orbit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Around Octo. Yeah. You know, like that. Why I that's I didn't understand that. Send somebody more convincing because yeah. he doesn't know Ray. If you send yeah. Leia, if you send Leia, that's a different Leia, story. There's at least a chance of something then. Right. Yeah. Luke might get convinced to come back. You know, but Ray, who is this person? And like, so how, would, how did they ever hope? How did they ever think that they had a chance that she was going to talk him into coming out of hiding? Yeah, Rando, send send Rando Calrissian. Yeah. <laughs> so that anyway, that's the that that was that was another plot thing that I had. I just heard a question about. Yeah. Positives though, okay. Yeah. Positives for me, for sure, for sure. The moment between Ray and Kylo Ren, uh, the interrogation. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. For sure, for me. Lots of the Finn stuff because yeah. Finn in this film, 
God, uh, I am so pissed off about Rise of Skywalker. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> here's 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 the point. Here is the point that okay, I'm just gonna drop this now, even though we could I could save it for later. Yeah. Is that Rise of here's oh God, I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker retro. This is I hope this doesn't sound like too whatever. Rise of Skywalker retroactively tokenizes Finn, Rose, and Poe. Yeah. Because they're all non-white, which is hard to come by in Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and 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 both Force Awakens and Last Jedi put put all of those those three characters on great trajectories. Right. Yeah. And Rise fucks them. Yeah. Especially Rose. Oh fuck you. Oh Rose. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Rose. Yeah. Oh bye guys. I'll just be over here. Yeah, fuck you, right. Rise of Skywalker for wrecking Rose Tico. God so, damn. It. So safe to say anyway, you're not anyway, Abrams fan at this point. Yeah. I can't I like like I said before, I'm a little I'm a little disappointed in myself for being so mad about this. <laughs> but anyway, so okay, but but to bring it back to Force Awakens yeah. in in isolation. Finn absolutely got God. John Boyega, I think, nails the part. Oh my Finn, god, yeah. Finn made the, the character Finn is set up to have such a great arc. Yeah. Such a great fucking story. Um he's he's got a great handle on the comic timing as well as the like reach inside yourself for depths of whatever stuff. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. oh my god, he's he's like the actor and the character are so right in so many ways for greatness yep that that like i walked out of that movie going like oh my god i hope finn kind of makes it right and we get more finn the same same thing too with Mm poe um poe even relative to his screen time in this film poe got overbilled as an actor in this film right (laughs) because he was he was presumed dead for like 45 (laughs) minutes of the runtime yeah right yeah Um, exactly so but his character his character is great so Oscar Isaac as Poe is a great one. And yeah. then I I really, I really thoroughly enjoyed Daisy Ridley as Ray. Yeah. I really yeah. did. I did too. I really did. Daisy and Ray didn't get as much of a tokenizing fuck over by Rise of Skywalker. Although you could argue it in some cases that she did. Yeah. Or some ways that she did. But it's not it's not as egregious as oh. Finn. Poe and Rose. Just the people of color, right? Just the people of color. God <laughs> damn it. I'm so mad. Why am, why am I so mad? <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is this is the part of me that in high school was embarrassed to be as nerdy as I wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> that part of me is like, dude, you're too mad about this. You're you're being too whatever. Right. <laughs> oh my god, calm down, dude. Yeah. Calm down, you fucking nerd. God. <laughs> so there's an interesting line that I think a lot of people key on in this, and it's it's a lot of people's one of the one of one of okay, a lot of people claim it to be as one of their favorite lines of the movie. It's mm-hmm. that's not how the force works. Yeah, but and everybody is like, ha ha ha, that's not how the force works. Except that that's exactly how that's the exactly force how the works. force works. Yeah. <laughs> You go in by the seat of your pants and let it guide you to do. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's exactly how the force it's always works. the force is not a blueprint. Right. The force is not. A, here's my force plan to do no. force things with Mm-mm. the force. No, it's just the like, force hey, is like jump in here and they'll be like, okay, do this. 
know, yeah, exactly. Whatever, yeah. You know? So positives for me, I think I'm with you on the characters. I really like the characters coming out of this. I really, really, really wanted Finn to be like the, the touch point character for the whole series at this point, because when he picked up that lightsaber, I was like, Oh hell yeah. And yeah, it, it went nowhere, obviously. Um, they try, I think, later in the Rise of Skywalker to be like, yeah, well, he was trying to tell Daisy Ridley that he was uh, he was force sensitive and blah blah blah, yeah. but but they don't get him. They don't let him say it. They don't they let just, him say it. They don't ever let him say it. It's like, what's so wrong? Is it? I, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Is it because he's a black guy? Is that why he can't say I'm force sensitive? I, I don't know, but like, what Mace Windu got to be force sensitive? Why not? Why not uh, him? Rich can just Rich can just see me just shaking my head. He is. He's just, just shaking his head. Oh, how so do you much. how do you feel about stormtroopers being um, stolen from their families and raised in this uh, this you know force group home or like, not force? I, I guess it's kind of the moral equivalent of cloning. Yeah, you know, or it's you like, know, the Jedi taking kids and training. Or them. oh yeah, the Jedi taking kids too. <laughs> Although the Jedi, there's there's like the Jedi get one like one tiny plus one in that, right? And that, I don't think the Jedi like forcibly abducted kids. Okay, right? I'll give you that. I'll give you like that. so. But other than that, yes, reprehensible. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think that even in the case of the Jedi, for some reason, families assented to, oh, you think my child is great in the force yes take them and i'll never see them again right like that's that's so like the jedi the, the jedi so the 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 first order thing it's all on the first order the moral failure is entirely on the first order mm-hmm. the jedi thing there's a moral failure of the jedi and there's also a moral failure of the parents of every jedi <laughs> except go. for like the orphans that they find they probably find right. orphans every now and again that are that are really force powerful or whatever but like right. If you're Obi Wan Kenobi, if you're Mister Obi Wan Kenobi Senior, on whatever planet he's from, <laughs> and, an you're like, and you're like, and you're like, yep, take my son, yeah, fine, I'll never see him again. Who cares? You can have him. <laughs> like that's that's pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty, so that's pretty shitty parenting, guys. So I guess I guess the, <laughs> what the Jedi do is they spread the moral failure around. <laughs> right <laughs> they they, they well, get the parents they get the parents to be complicit in the moral failure of of the jedi recruiting strategy right they kind of they kind of groom the parents yeah. to give the kids up <laughs> shit <laughs> boy this this whole podcast this whole podcast we are just like knocking the jedi lower and lower <laughs> maybe we need to stop picking at this <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna leave a mark man jesus Oh, I got. I have an interesting fact. The Resistance base, where they filmed, like there was like uh, the Millennium Falcon was there, and there was like these mm-hmm. little hills with like X wings, and they can like hide in these little like things in the hills or whatever. That was filmed at the former Royal Air Force Base where I grew up in England. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I awesome. saw the, those. Those are those are actually uh, um, ICBM silos. <laughs> oh, really? N- nuclear missile silos. Yeah. Um, and I saw those every day on my bus ride in. Did you? So did you recognize the scenery? Uh, yeah, I. I oh, that's I, awesome. I actually, I looked familiar when I saw some stills of it, and then yeah. somebody, you know, in a in a Facebook group, 
said, Hey, they're filming at Greenham common. They're filming star Wars. And I was like, that's where I know that from. <laughs> that's where I know it from. <laughs> I've walked the same ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so awesome, that, was, dude. that was pretty that's cool. awesome. Yeah. Okay. So is our plan then to go to the last Jedi and then go to. Um, so that's what I would like. Although I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think that we have to do that as our next two episodes, right? We could, we could drop a couple of Cantina chats in there, sure. right? About some smaller issues or whatever too. Okay. Um, if we, if we, if we felt like it, but I definitely feel like our next saga episode um, <laughs> should be, should be, I'm proposing this. I'm not, I'm proposing we don't even coin flip because the force spoke strongly enough to me. Okay. In this one that our next saga episode should be last Jedi. Okay, I'm with you on that. I think we should do that. Okay. But let's do let's do a cantina chat in between. How about yeah, that? yeah. That work. I need I need to cleanse my palate. Like I need to like reduce my rage a little bit before I <laughs> before I before I continue the process here. Totally understand. So we'll so we'll dream up we'll dream up a uh, a, a smaller topic to discuss for a cantina chat. Yeah, and then we'll get together and go to a cantina, and then we'll and, the... and have a space beer yeah. and yeah. He, you know, it's actually getting to the point where we could go to a cantina we and actually do a space chat. Yeah, have a space beer. They be have weird. like we should have had Richard Branson beer, brew a beer real quick <laughs> in the Virgin uh, thing. Yeah, I mean, back. he's got millions, billions of dollars to yeah. you know spend on you know going yeah. up to space to jerk off. So why not <laughs> make a make a cup of coffee while you're up there, a hole? You know, <laughs> like boot one of the people who is going to go on there and instead put like one of those little mini. Yeah. 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 Put, yeah. Like a, yeah put, a, put a coffee station in there. Yep. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Richard Branson. Anyway. Fucking So, okay. So no coin flip, no coin flip. No coin flip. We'll do. We'll the figure force, out. The force has guided us, but it's guided us strongly enough to not need a force, a coin flip. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. This is that's kind of exactly where we were. What we where we were yeah. originally was just kind of yeah. that's where we're gonna go. We're gonna go with yeah. that. Very nice. Very nice. F- parting thoughts for the Force Awakens. Anything? The Force Awakens in isolation left me feeling like not like I had watched Citizen Kane, but that I was feeling hopeful. Okay. I still I still did leave with that same feeling, even though I know it's be crushed. Mm-hmm. I still did leave the movie with that hopeful. Like it left me feeling hopeful and that's like, that's a, that's a, that's a decent thing to leave behind in a movie. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Very cool then. All right. So then next week, Cantina chat. That's it. Oh, for that now, sometime I last Jedi. Who knows? Somewhere, somewhere along the line. Yeah. Last Jedi. But we'll get there. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye everybody. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later! <laughs>